RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. And today I'm joined by someone who's been on the show before, one of my favorite people ever. And when I think of Italian food, Frank Scatino is the first person that comes to mind. How are you, Frank? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. And your dinner looked good last night, I have to say. Yeah, we. Uh, I was off yesterday. Yeah, we're, and uh, last night I was and uh, went out and checked out some new places. You know, I always try to do that. Oh, it's it's so important. So I was just over at Cafe Chibo this past weekend, and I have to say, I mean, the food was better than ever. And every time I go there, there's just such an electric feeling. Everyone there is just so happy. And now you guys have been open for 20 years now? 22 years. 22. Wow. August 6th is their 22-year anniversary. That's fantastic. So now... Just to kind of, I know we talked about this, gosh, it's been over a year since you've been on this podcast, but tell me again how you got started with Cafe Chibo. Okay, well, you know, I moved to Florida wanting to play golf and never, I I swore I would never open another restaurant because um, Cafe Chibo was my ninth restaurant I opened. I've had restaurants in Baltimore, mostly. And um, I uh, moved down here and... uh, I, I found a good job in the food industry. I was a sales salesman for a big food broker, and uh, I couldn't find a decent place to eat. <laughs> so, so I, uh, I eventually this location came up, and I kept looking at it, thinking, "Oh my goodness, that would be such a great location." And uh, and finally, I I did, and well, it was 22 years ago, and here I am. Well, there's definitely some, something to be said about that. I mean, you guys have such a, just a huge amount of, of people that love your food. And what's really funny is whenever I post a picture from Cafe Chibo, I have friends that have never been. And then they go and then they can't stop thanking me enough, especially with that bread and crack sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bread and crack sauce. I didn't name it that. The customers named it that. Oh, I know. I know. that. I actually heard <laughs> heard about that before I ever ate there and... um. So y- your sauce, I mean, there's just so you guys, if, you, if you're not familiar with Cafe Chibo and St. Pete, you know, just like most places, they bring you a nice basket of bread. I mean, freshly, you know, made in house focaccia and this sauce that you dip your bread in, it's, it's life changing. That's all I'm going to say. You want to drink it. It's that good. And people <laughs> call it the crack sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they can't stop. Dipping the bread in it. <laughs> I, don't judge me, but I've even poured a little bit on a Caesar salad over the croutons, and it was really good. <laughs> many, many people have. Don't worry. Many people have. They pour it over pasta. They pour it on everything. Exactly. So now, you know, during the pandemic and everything, I mean, you guys definitely stayed relatively busy with takeout. But have you noticed kind of a shift in the way things have been over the last six to eight months? Yeah, well, i got to tell you, um, it's been busier. It just has gotten so much. Um, and I don't know why I, you know, I can't figure for the life of me why the summer was so busy. Um, our months of July, August, September usually slow down quite a bit. And, um, of course I can't tell exactly what September is bringing, but it's not so far has not been slow. And, uh, July and August were, Record months, record oh, that's months. Great. I can't 
exactly pinpoint it why. I know that there's a lot of people moving to Florida right now. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, that was uh, politically energized. People like our policies down here, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just bringing more faces, and more and more faces are coming in. And uh, I can't complain. I can't complain. Well, also, I mean, you, the food is a huge, I mean, it's everything for me. Everything. I mean, and you've got some great specials right now, I have to say. That short rib over the bucatini, I could eat yeah, that right now, yeah, actually. It's, it's a good one. Uh, my brother came to visit me over the weekend, and uh, that's the first thing he went to, and he was uh, licking his fingers when he was done. Oh, it's it's great. I mean, I, I I need to go back for that very soon because I had it, gosh, it was probably a month ago. And it's just one of those dishes. I remember I posted a picture of it and I had at least 15 to 20 people message me on Instagram and say, where did you get that? Because people don't always read the location that you're tagging the picture in. I just have to say they see the picture and they just want to know exactly where it is. And um, I had a couple people yeah. that went in and had it and they loved it. They really did. It's yeah, it's, it's uh, not a thing you see every day. Veal short ribs is not an item that you see on most menus. So it's unique, and that's why uh, we like uh, having, we try to get some unique items. Mm-hmm. That's good to mix and, things uh, up. Try to run with them, yeah. So, you know, being, you know, owning a restaurant, I mean, I know you've owned many, but just 22 years in the same building, what keeps you going every day? I mean, I it's obviously a passion that you have. Yeah. You know, it, it, that, that's what I do. It's uh, when you and because I've had it for twenty two years, I've gotten so, and it's gotten so instilled in my life. And that's just you know that's what we do. And and I'll tell you, that's uh, probably the best part of it is what makes me so so passionate about it is how content people are and how happy it makes people. And when they tell you, you know. Oh, great! This is wonderful, and they, they, you know, they shower you with compliments, and it just makes somebody feel good, you know. And that's your job. So, if somebody's going to be that that happy about the way you do your job, it kind of makes you feel good about going in every day. Oh yeah, it's just that feeling that you get. I know for me, I've you know I've worked in restaurants most of my life. I've been on a break for a while, but it's just for me, I love it. And I think about going back to it sometimes, but then there's another part of me that just thinks, ah, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm good for now. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. It, it is a younger person's job. I mean, it's, it's not, it's physically demanding, you know, mm-hmm. you, especially in my position because I'm in the kitchen most of the time and, uh, and well, I'm not getting any younger <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's uh, it, it's a physical job, no question about it. And then the waiters, you know, when we're busy, they they are running, you know, running with food here and running back and forth, and it's not easy. But it's uh, it's uh, what you get used to, like anything. Right. And like I will. Anything, it's what you get used to. Yeah, definitely. And you are very blessed because you have a great core staff that you know some that have been with you for many many years, and that's. That's always very important to me when I'm talking to restaurant owners because I've worked in many places where turnover has been bad, people don't show up, and you're very blessed to have such a great staff. Definitely. I, I most certainly am. I am most certainly am. I have a good crew. I was just thinking about it yesterday and thinking about how what a great crew I have right now. In the 22 years I've been there, I think this is probably the best staff I've had. 
in the back of the kitchen and the back of the house as well as the front of the house. It's just been very good. And everybody's working well together. And there's a good vibe when you come in because everybody's happy. Absolutely. Everybody's doing well. Absolutely. So you had a birthday this past weekend. How was it? It was good. Like I said, my brother, my brother, and my sister-in-law came in from out of town, and and uh, just had some family, and uh, it was a it was a it was a good time. Good time. Absolutely, I was it surprised me with a, with a big party. I was going to say I was surprised that um I got to have a piece of cake when I was there. That was very lucky. <laughs> oh, that was the, the staff. Yeah, the staff just brought out a cake and. Absolutely. embarrassed me in front of the, the whole restaurant. <laughs> well, no, it was good. Now, is your is your family still visiting, or did they leave back to Baltimore already? They're leaving today. Oh, that's always tough. I hate when family comes to visit and they have to leave. I always get sad. Well, not actually. <laughs> it's bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. And I wanted to actually just, <laughs> I wanted to ask you also just about, um, you know, I've never been to Baltimore and I have to say your crab cakes are probably the best I've ever had. I'm not just saying that they really are, but what do you find like when you're thinking about, you know, planning out a special, do you use a lot of influence from the cuisine in Baltimore or do you just kind of go with more of your Sicilian background? Well, some of it is, some of it is. I mean, they have great seafood in Baltimore. Many, many, uh, the place is, in Baltimore, just wonderful seafood, and um, like most big cities, they always have you know somebody always gonna have good food, and um, but a lot of my a lot of my specials come from things that I remember as a child in my mother's house, mm-hmm. and uh, my mom was a wonderful cook, and uh, my father was a butcher, so he always had brought home fresh meat for her to cook something with, you know, and it was always a, always a good thing. So oh, yeah. yeah, a lot of it's influence. I, I, I guess I should say it's a little bit of both, mm-hmm. you know, from the town I'm from, because obviously crab is a, is an item that I use on many of my dishes. We have a stuffed portobello mushroom, which is a crab cake stuffed on top of a large mushroom and baked with a, with a uh, cheese, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some mozzarella cheese on it. It's really good. And we have crab pasta. We have uh, stuffed shrimp with crab over risotto. I need to try that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there's this. I, I really do love, though, how you have on your menu. You've got such classics, but then you also kind of, you know, combine a little bit of Baltimore with a little bit of... Sicilian and it just it just works. It really, really works well together. It sure does. I think so too. Thank you for uh, for appreciating that. Oh yeah. Well, like I said, I'll never forget my first time at Cafe Chibo, and I think I just I had a spaghetti carbonara. I just wanted something. I was having a bad day. It was actually I found out that day the restaurant I was at for ten years was closing, so I needed pasta, and that carbonara was fantastic. And then, gosh, then I had the. Um, I think I went back a few days later and had the frutta di mare. That's another good one that I love. Mm, my your, favorite. Your pizzas are great too. Yeah, that's what I started out as. And well, the calamari. As a, as a, as a fifteen-year-old kid, I started in the pizza business. 
Oh, wow. So what did you start off doing? Were you just kind of making pizzas or? Well, I mean, I, I shouldn't say I started out, but that's when I started working in a kitchen. We had a, a, an Italian deli and grocery store in Baltimore, mm-hmm. and we made cold sandwiches. There was nothing cooked. Mm-hmm. And um, But my father had a butcher shop, and we had deli counter, and we had like, like a, a tiny Mazzaros, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, then we uh, opened up a pizzeria next door, where we connected the pizza shop to the to the. Uh, and that's when I started making pizzas when I was about fifteen, sixteen years old. And that's when our pizza started. And by the time I was twenty-two, me and my brothers had had three pizzerias going. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, pizza is one of my favorite foods. <laughs> I think I'm known for that. Yeah. I, actually, I think you are. I even had some last <laughs> night. It was it was it was oh, yeah. it was a frozen pizza, I'm not gonna lie, it was just at home, but hey, it was uh it was what I had in the freezer and it just sounded good, so <laughs> I gotta say some of those frozen pizzas are bad. You know what my favorite one is? And every time I'm very lucky because every time I go to Publix, they are often buy one, get one, but it's the freschetta, the brick oven, and just their cheese and then I just put some fresh basil on there and some other things and it's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If it's good, if it, if you like it, it's good, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm actually doing a um, kind of a study on frozen pizza, so I'm going to try as many as I possibly can and just kind of do a fun little review on all of them. And um, I was reading an article, and I can't even remember. I think they had 25 or 30 different frozen pizzas that they tried, and their number one was Red Baron. And I don't think I've ever red had Baron, huh? red. Yeah, I don't think I've had that in a long time, or maybe when I was a kid. I don't know, but. I was, yeah, well, it's interesting. I, I don't get the opportunity to eat many frozen pizzas, but, but, uh, well, that's a good but thing. I hear good things. <laughs> no, and, you know, with kids and everything, we've always got a couple in our freezer. They're always, always good in a pinch. And my kids, I think, love pizza just as much as I do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, that's a, uh, it's a convenient. Absolutely. For convenience sake. Yeah, it's easy for them to put in the oven when I'm not there and I don't have to worry. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, sure is. So, any plans for, for the new year coming up? You doing any new specials or just kind of seeing how things go? And just... Oh, <laughs> specials come to my mind, you know, like uh, like uh, periodically. I'm, uh, I'm going to work with, I'm going to experiment with a pork belly and make a sauce with pork belly. I'm going to see how that goes. Oh, that sounds great. And, uh, Oh yeah, pork uh, pork fat makes a very nice ragu. Makes a nice sauce. Yeah. I and, was uh, I was just thinking about pork belly the other day, and um, I haven't had any in about a month, so it's it's getting time. <laughs> yeah, well, cooking it in a sauce like a you cook it in sauce like people do meatballs and things like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cook the pork belly in a sauce that simmer for a long time. And it makes this wonderful sauce. And I can think of that bucatini pasta would be wonderful with that sauce. That would work really, really well. And then, of course, a side of bread uh, to dip it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that would be a, that would be a hit. Absolutely. Well, I know you guys are definitely getting ready for, for an even busier season. Um, I know September is kind of a strange month, but for some reason I feel October is really going to start getting even more intense for you guys. I have a feeling. I have a feeling too. People are coming down, starting to come down again. Snowbirds and things like that. And those New Yorkers love my place. Oh, I, yeah, I know one of them, especially Mikey. 
like, he cracks every me up. Day. He does. He's almost there every day. I'm telling you, I, I want his <laughs> life. Much. Always yeah, out eating. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> everybody does. <laughs> he goes all to all the best restaurants and uh, and uh, doesn't work very often. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pin him down one day and say, tell you know, tell me your secrets because I need this. <laughs> so, anyway. Well. He has his days when he's busy. Oh yeah, he's always selling selling a car or, or remodeling a house or doing something. Yeah, great guy. Well, anyway, Frank, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time. I just I wanted to just have you back on because you know I've been to Cafe Chibo a couple of times the last month or so, and it just it always makes me happy when I go there. The food is always good, and the staff, and it feels like home, and that's very special. Well, very good. Thank you so much. And when the customer's happy, we're happy. Absolutely. And you let me know when you have some of those specials. I'll I'll drive over the bridge. You come over and help me sample them out. Awesome. Well, you guys can follow Cafe Chibo on Instagram at Cafe Chibo St. Pete. You can see all the different specials that Frank's working on. And even if you're not local, next time you're in the Florida area or you know St. Pete or Tampa, you have to definitely go visit Frank. It's an experience that you'll love. I know. I'm always looking forward to my next meal over there. And uh, don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to go to download your favorite podcasts. Have a delicious weekend, everybody.